And Stacy, threesome podcast number one oh six, ending Ooh. on an even number as we always do. We do two at a time. I know it so, feels so good. OCD intact. <laughs> it's awesome. It's beautiful. It's one less thing to stress me out. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you can keep from being uh, bugged about something, you should do it. That's the way I look at it. And both of us are bugged on odd numbers. We don't like we don't like ending on them. So we have uh, made an agreement. We do two at once, and we end on the evens. Yes, and that way always. De- that way demons don't attack us in the middle of the night. We just don't lay awake, mulling it over, no. over and over and over again. The no. brain not shutting off because all you can think about is, oh my god, that was one oh five. Yeah, it's so quirky and weird, and I don't feel right. Ugh. Nope, even number. It's like ah. Oh. Hmm. So nice. We don't have to hear that song in our head. Take Sominex tonight and sleep. <laughs> hmm. Wait, how's it goes? Sleep, I don't know. Peace and restful. Sleep. <laughs> sleep. Sleep. <laughs> I love old jingles. Old soap opera jingles. I don't even to think- this day... What? I don't even think say? they make Sominex anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't thought her. To this day, because my aunt, when, when I was a little, little kid, my mom and dad were working, so my aunt took care of me during mm-hmm. the day until I went to kindergarten. One o'clock was nap time, and she'd put me down for a nap, and then she'd go out and watch Days of Our Lives. And to this day, when the beginning of Days starts up, do, 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 do. yes, yeah. I just feel myself kind of going... Ah, it's time for a nap. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the other side of that's the 60 Minutes watch. Yes. When you know your weekend's over. <laughs> and you're old. Really, really old. No, it's, it always comes on after football, and, and it, it's like, fuck. <laughs> to this day, from age 20 to now, it's it has signified the end of my weekend. Even on vacation, it bums me out. <laughs> Another week gone. Like, Another week older. It's like, oh, tomorrow's Monday. Fuck it. Wish you were here. Yeah. We're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year. Love that song. <sighs> but then again, I could get gassed up and listen to Pink Floyd anytime. Me too. Who can't? People who don't like Pink Floyd. But they are clearly monsters. Yeah, and there's not many of them around. I mean, even Samantha and her boyfriend went and saw Dark Side of the Moon in some Fort Worth showing of some... uh, it was like a planetarium type thing, you know. The, I was gonna say, you know, that the laser light show, yeah, that's laser what it was. Floyd, um, is kind of a stoner rite of passage. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, well, that's what I think they did. <laughs> that is, you know, if you've ever smoked pot in your life, you have probably seen Laser Floyd. You really shouldn't be allowed in there. They should like give you like a, you know, a couple ounces. Just to go in there. It's like you're not allowed in here if you're not in the right frame of mind. You're going to ruin it for others. I can't smell when I actually, I'm allergic to it. Here's the Xanax. Just do whatever you got to do. When I actually saw Pink Floyd, I was tripping my balls Oh, off. God, so was I. Two hits. That oh, di- it was amazing. That damn bed was on repeat going over my head on fire. It was just like, <laughs> Even though it just did it once, I swear to God, every time I looked up, it did it all over again for me. The the videos, the one where um, he's on the bed, I think it was during Learning to Fly, if I recall correctly, and he's on the bed, and he like is concentrating on the door, and then the bed becomes really small, and it flies through the keyhole. Yeah. And I'm just standing there, and I am making that bed go. <laughs> that was me, folks. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I, re- I remember, you remember George Robinson? Did you ever know him? 
I don't think so. I think he, I think he preceded you, but he, he's the voice guy of Lex and Terry. Oh, uh, the uh, Space Ghost. Uh, yes, Space Ghost. Okay, yay. Uh, <laughs> and he and I, he and I went to that show, and we were in tears. Wait, wait, you went to Pink Floyd with Space Ghost? Yeah. How do I not know this about you? How do you not tell people? Do you, how do you not start he, that story by saying, I went to see Pink Floyd with Space Ghost? Because he's not Space Ghost to me. He is. He is so Space... Greetings, citizens. He is yeah. so Space Ghost. Yeah. He's George, Lex Wins. He's George to me. We came up in the business together. It's, it's like, you know... God! The, guy, the guy's body of work, his, his resume... No, is, he is Space Ghost. I'm sorry. It's just a little minimum piece of his resume. <gasps> that is a huge... It, it means so but much to, to you, me. To you comic heads that's his whole career all, all, all eight weeks of it oh my god space ghost his talk show for anyone from the 90s what was it cartoon planet or whatever that was yeah. oh it was amazing yeah that was someone's kidnapped moltar out of the studio he was the producer and they left a note but signed it your mother yep and so the whole episode, he's going, oh, my God, your mother started kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, have to make him call me and, like, talk really dirty to me, a space ghost. Please, 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 please. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if his wife will appreciate that, but I'll do my best. Well, he doesn't have to say that kind yeah. of dirty stuff. Just make him say fuck. He would, though. That's the thing. <sighs> he's a sick fuck. He would totally just probably spin you into orgasm for an hour so. <laughs> as space ghost as i space can't ghost. believe you went and saw pink floyd as space ghost you need to i'm gonna put that on the website profile about you that's fine <laughs> that has to be known that's fine put a picture of me in space ghost up there <laughs> anyway God. we uh anyway we uh <laughs> we were Bent over laughing as hard as we could for no reason whatsoever when they started singing uh, Great Gig in the Sky. Mm-hmm. You know, the the uh, three overweight black chicks in the back. Who can sing like mofos. Oh, yeah, they're, they're badass. But for some reason, when that song started, we started laughing out of control. To this day, we don't know why. <laughs> Was, you should never start a story, by the way, by saying we were bent over. I'm sorry, we weren't. We were we were crying. We were laughing so hard, and and to this day we don't know why. We have no idea. And then we come up and watch them again and look at each other and start laughing all over again. <laughs> and and it's all because we were on acid. <laughs> It's a hell of a drug. Otherwise, we would have been sitting there as, as you know, radio people going, oh, the immense talent of these <laughs> fine young African-American ladies is, you know. It's the, man, these sisters are killing me. Oh, my God, this is awesome. It was a spectacular show. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. And I wasn't even there with Space Ghost. I could only imagine what your experience was like. Space Ghost is awesome. I mean, we're we're, I mean, we're best friends. Have been for years. And uh, he he's a sick fuck. He is a funny guy. So the fact that you have only seen the minor surface scratch of what he's really capable of is funny to me. But that's all I care about. Yeah. Ben. What else has he done? Um, he's done he's done lots of stuff. I I'll, I have to ask him. He he's <laughs> he's done a lot of movie trailers in a world. Yeah, he's done a lot of in the world stuff. And uh as a matter of fact, the guy who does the in the world stuff or was doing it got he died. got well yeah, when he was sick uh, George was taking his place, but he came back and started working again. Uh. And uh, and yeah, he was the in the world guy. It was so funny going to the movies and hearing. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like we started in this little house radio station in Green Green Cove Springs. The fact I'm on a nationally syndicated show and he was Space Ghost and movie trailer guy and all that's funny to us. 
It should be. That's awesome. You know, because we, we still rail on each other's lack of talent like no other. As only friends can. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's just got that grounded sense of humor that puts you back in your place. You know, when you think you're all that, you just call up George and he puts you right back where you need to be. A space ghost, because there's nothing better than getting a tongue lashing from space ghost. Yeah, he, his <laughs> he, George can do imitations of just about anything. And the thing that really sucks for him and this other guy, there was this other guy in Atlanta named George, and they both like shared a lot of gigs or, or replaced the other one on uh, certain projects or what have you. So it's like there's like mass confusion as to you know who each other is. And I had the pleasure of working with both of them at one point, at one time Ooh. or another. Who was, I think his name was Keith, and he's dead because I think he drove his golf cart off a cliff or something, but he was the MTV guy. Keith? I don't know. For some reason, it seemed to me, he, he, because he was Rock 105's voice guy and he died. They had to find a new voice guy. Oh, uh, Jack, Randy Jackson? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. He was the MT, not not the like VJ, but the announcer from like the the late eighties, early nineties, who kind of changed the whole way that radio stations imaged their stations. Oh, yeah. Because he did everything with the the crispy. Yeah, yeah. Like, talk like this. I uh, think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's like tonight on MTV. Tonight on MTV. Or you know, it had like the real raspy. And it sounded yeah, kind of the telephone sound. Sound you, yeah. you know, like the yeah. I gotta forget his name, but you're right. He was doing everybody's imaging at one point. Yes. And, and uh, I, he died. I think he drove his golf cart off a cliff. Oh, I didn't hear that. That's great. <laughs> On purpose, or was he just playing? I don't remember. I mean, this was like 15 years ago. Because at Tory Pines in San Diego, that's completely possible. I mean, to do it by accident, it's completely... David Moore would know. Well, I'm, I'm supposed oh. to talk to him tonight, so I'll find ask out. Ask him. Yeah, I will. And ask him if they if they died on a golf cart accident. Yeah, he'll know who it is. He knows all those people. I could have sworn his name was Keith, but I don't remember now. Yeah, he had he had a... Uh, he definitely had a famous name, and Keith's not ringing a bell, but it... it I don't think it was a real... Uh, it wasn't a weird name. It was like two first names. Right, like Keith Connor or so, you know, something like that. A radio yeah. name. Yeah, Keith you know. Kelly or something like that. Or, But yeah, yeah, he was the first guy to talk like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, you know, the crackle sound. Y- yes, yeah. that sound. The MTV guy who started that whole thing. Yeah. And then every radio station drove it into the ground for 10 years. <laughs> Because it was good. It was different. You did it, too. You knew it was. No, I I never did it. Well, I didn't think you actually did it, but I bet you you hired a voice person to do that. No, we didn't have a guy like that. We just had a guy that talked normal. We had Space Ghost. You know, I went to see Pink Floyd to Space Ghost. No, we didn't use Space Ghost. Uh, When when I was first came back to uh, Rock 105, we used somebody else. But... That guy, I liked him because he just sounded normal. He wasn't that, and he wasn't deep voice guy. He was just a regular dude, and it sounded good. It was like real Can conversational. you get Rick Tracy to do it? Charlie Logan, he'd be a great voice guy. Yeah, see, he'd be great. Mm-hmm. If, yes. I, if I had a station like anywhere in the Pacific Northwest or Southern California, Charlie Logan would be my voice guy. It'd just be total chill. It'd be total AAA type <laughs> presentation. We still need to get him on here. I don't know logistically how we do it because I wouldn't be able to hear him. Nope. Which would no, be it, you know, defeating way, half the purpose. The only way I could do it would be to put him on my speaker phone so you could hear him on uh, on my phone. Right. It'd be the only way we could do it. But he, uh, I told. I told him uh, what a huge fan you were, and he, he's like, I dig that. <laughs> he's so awesome. I know he is. 
I totally get why the chicks love Charlie. I do. I got to say, though, I mean, other yes, he was such a cutie. But he was such a nice guy. Yeah. and I'm and, speaking like he's dead. He's not. But working with him, he he was just this huge talent. And you would never really know it because he was unassuming and just great. Nope. And uh, he, um, when he came to work at Rock 105, I was a part-time guy. And he was, he came to work from New York as the 7 to Midnight guy. And he was... Nothing but helpful to me, you know, in teaching me stuff about the business and and all that stuff. When when in reality, I was probably the guy that was gonna get his job if he ever left, or right. or if something went wrong or he did something stupid, it probably was gonna go to me. And ultimately, it did. And uh, you know, when, when he left, but he he just was so confident in his own abilities you know he's just a good guy man he 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 was always you know uh, uh, he's a good friend of mine to this day those those are so hard to find he brought danny bonaducci to chicago radio well don't hold that against him oh i don't i think that's cool danny's a cool guy too i know i've met him i got to uh i got to experience hanging out with him after all his bullshit and he ended he ended up with uh a very cool wife who he's no longer with but at the time she was very <laughs> good for him you know and they had several kids and stayed together like 10 or 11 years and then all of a sudden they weren't together anymore but you know that Danny- and they never found her body no, she's still around. She married some rich guy. Oh, good. Good for her. I saw her in some reality show or something. But she was, she was a good chick, man. She was, she, she was not a gold digger or anything. She was, she was with them when they had zero, like nothing. Right. And, and believed in him and got him out of the ditch and back on to where he should be. And, you know, things have turned out great for Danny. I think he's in Seattle now. Cool. So uh, Terry says he runs into him every once in a while. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. But... Oh, you mean when, when Terry's not in Dallas? <laughs> yes, when Terry's not in Dallas. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Which is a lot. So he runs into people in Seattle where he lives. Yes. <laughs> not in Dallas. Not in Dallas. Doesn't live here. Yeah. No. Hasn't in five years. That's a long time. It's a long time. So long that people should just move on and get used to it. Because <laughs> you certainly have. I have, yes. It seems, like, it seems everybody else has a problem with it, but, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. And, and I, I get and that. that. And, and I know. <laughs> I, I actually... I actually see more of him in my grill three feet away from my face every day than when he was actually sitting around the corner from me or sitting across the table i just it's like sometimes i just have to back up in the chair to get away from him staring at me (laughs) so does he but yeah it's like lex i can see your balls again close your legs close your legs no, actually, the the reality of the situation is I have a 27 inch Mac screen, and oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So his head's like, like holy shit! Head, you didn't mention that it didn't go with you to Pink Floyd too. It's his head's three times the size than if he's here. So yes, I actually see more of him. Just not his balls. Not his balls. No, just. I see every pore on his face and every whisker and everything, but but, but nothing else. Takes great care of his teeth. Well, of course. Yeah. It's Terry. Have you met him? Mm-hmm. Many times. <laughs> Once a day for 24 years. <laughs> that's a long marriage. It a is. Really, that's kinda, really that's long what it is. marriage. You know, and people are like, uh, yeah, I guess it sucks he's not there anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> no. It's like it's like we didn't hang out when he was. 
You know, pe- people don't get that. It's like he and I are very different people. We don't do the same things. We, you know, have completely, you know, I had children. He didn't. Dogs, pets, he doesn't. I, I just. <laughs> Basically, you've opened your life up to love and he hasn't. Uh, that's not fair to say. You know, I mean, he he has he has a wonderful group of friends, and you know, he and his wife chose not to have kids. By the way, or how are pets. yours? They're great. So shut up. He's a Trump fan. Okay, he's not. And, and if he is, he won't be after hearing this. Actually, I got this from him, so there's proof. All right, so a recent study, Stacy, by yes. the one and only Oxford University. Could you say it's the probably top university in the world? Is there anything? It's up there. Yeah. I mean, definitely. You can say arguably the best. Arguably. That? Let's go with that. Well, they uh, they did a study on presidential candidate Donald Trump, as well as some other people of his ilk. And after doing the study, they have come to the conclusion that he has more psychopathic traits than Adolf Hitler. Make America great again. Yes. Woo, Um, folks. They uh, ranked uh, psychopathic traits of U.S. presidential hopefuls and historical figures using a standard psychometric tool called the Psychopathic Personality Inventory. There's like, what, 40 signs or something, isn't there? Trump outstripped Hitler on factors including social influence, fearlessness, uh, although the dictator scored higher on cold-heartedness and Machiavellian egocentricity, (laughs) which describes a lack of empathy and a sense of detachment from others for the sake of achieving one's goals. Uh, Hitler scored higher on that than Trump. But while ranking lower than Trump overall, his... Democratic rival Hillary Clinton exceeded tyrannical Roman Emperor Nero. (laughs) (laughs) So she's no slouch either. Way to go. Girl power. And outscored uh, Nero on Machiavellian uh, egocentricity. 56 questions are on that, uh, Stacey. Okay. It was uh, a big one. Yeah. To determine the score, test... Measures personality traits including fearlessness, cold-heartedness, egocentricity, ruthlessness, self-confidence, charisma, dishonesty, and deficits in empathy and conscience. It's probably something I shouldn't take. (laughs) While Hitler scored an overall 169 points, Trump came in with an all-time high of 171. While other notables such as Margaret Thatcher are 136, uh, Queen Elizabeth I, 130, former president of Iraq, Saddam Hussein, topped the list with a 189. Wow. Where's Putin? Did they mention him in there? Uh, No. Too bad. You can see the findings published in the journal Scientific American Mind. Good to know. So, uh, I mean, that's not something we didn't suspect. I really believe the man is demented, has dementia, whether it's the early signs, early stages of Alzheimer's or some other form of dementia. He's just not right. Whether it is a psychopath, dementia, I don't know. But he's he scares me. Yeah, in the beginning, I appreciated the no-filter approach. However, um, I'd probably have some degree of admiration for him if he could pull that back, and in times of importance, he can't. Right. He can't keep his mouth shut. 
if I had any idea he knew exactly what he was doing, I'd probably still be fascinated at this point of the election as to what his capability as a president would be. But seeing what I've seen in situation after situation, uh, the presidency is no place for this guy. No. I, um, I know. I, I agree. It- I, I mean, I mean, you... You have to have, well, you have to have the ability to be all those things, fearless, ruthless, sometimes a little bit. A psychopath. Uh, You have to have, you know, definitely some, uh, you have to be a little bit egocentric uh, to have that job or a lot. I mean, that's the only person that would want that job is somebody like that. But... He has exhibited to me that he really could get us in some foreign affair, diplomatic, deep shit in no time. I know. That's what, you know, people, and I I do get it. You know, you see all these politicians and they answer questions the same bullshitty way, you know, like giving, you know, these well-rounded, well-rehearsed answers that you know that they probably aren't even thinking about what the meaning is because they've rehearsed it so much. Mm -hmm. I understand that... He is refreshing to some because of what he says. But there is a time and place. I'm sorry. This isn't, you know, going to a parent-teacher conference and having a one-on-one with your kid's second-grade teacher. This is world stuff. And if you say the wrong thing or you piss off the wrong leader, bad things could happen to people. Well, there's there's also the fact, you know, you hear people say, like, you know, we need a businessman in there. And my first thought, and, and this goes for anybody who's a businessman first and a politician second, is, yeah, the world isn't all business. As a matter of, first fa- of, all- as a matter of fact, very, very little... In in situations involving diplomacy and foreign affairs, do you get to use your business mind or have any kind of business leverage because there's so much schmeg attached to it in so many other parts of the world that you really, nobody's in a position to bring the hammer down without it really meaning something. Right. And that's the thing. You also have to be able to, at times, show compassion. Yeah. You know, you have to understand at times you, you're you going to have to make a decision that sucks, that is going to basically piss off everybody. But you know what? The rest of the country, due to the rest of the citizens, due to, you know, top secret stuff, has no idea what the real ramifications of something is going to be. We don't know. It's and like, so when they make this decision and the rest of us are like, well, that just kind of blew. Why did you do that? I see him actually saying, well, it's because, you know, Panama's gonna do this and I, I don't know I can't explain yeah. I just he's bad he's a bad bad person yeah because he really doesn't know he really hasn't done the research he really you know, he's just spouting I also up. think he thinks that he's entitled because of, he's been entitled to everything his whole life yeah. I think he's entitled to do whatever the fuck he wants yeah and and I, presidents I think... of the United States are not entitled to do that no no, um, unfortunately, at times we wish they were, but we have a checks and balance system in place to make sure that you got to work hard to make something happen, good or bad. And I don't have, because I can't, you know, open news stories on the computer with my internet without cutting out, but there's been instances fairly recently where he's said things that um, kind of show that he, he doesn't know the Constitution. No. That he there, there's a lot of like constitutional scholars and stuff that are really concerned that he thinks he's just going to walk in and, and do what truly whatever he wants and he's forgetting that yeah there's the other two branches of the government that he has to kind of answer to as well. Yeah, well, I mean, he has or will have people on staff to remind him of really such because don't you think he he has them now and they've done nothing. Well, they get fired a lot. Any, and anybody, you don't think he's not going to be firing yeah. these people? Any, I mean, if he were to become president, how often do you think there's going to be a staff change in his administration? Oh, uh, once a week, probably. Yeah. 
I mean, that's just that's just who he is. Once somebody tells him he can't do something, he fires them. And that's my point. So yeah. who's going to do that when he says, you know, we really don't need the Supreme Court? I'm going to wish death on Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... Which he did, by the way. Wish death upon her. And... Well, I mean, Hillary, too, the Second Amendment thing. Yeah, there was that. Hey, yeah. Maybe the Second Amendment people will do something about it. It's like, <laughs> wow. Hey, asshole, you don't say that. Yeah. And that's the stuff that concerns me. Yes. I mean, I mean everybody's capable of thinking that in jest. You know, it, it's like, yeah, maybe maybe these zealots will take care of it and we won't have to worry. But nobody says that on a podium in front of TV cameras and people, you know. Except for Ronald Reagan saying the bombing of Moscow commences in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still the greatest moment in American politics yeah. ever. Maybe even he was joking, you know. <laughs> but not really. That was well-placed and well-thought-out. Because Russia was listening. And they actually scrambled things because they didn't know if he was kidding or not. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fun stuff. I mean, it's the it's things that history's littered with that of close calls. But, you know, like, uh, you know, Cuban Missile Crisis and everything else. Which, well, it was Bay of Pigs that John F. Uh, John Kennedy, President Kennedy, was naked yeah. through the whole thing because he didn't like wearing pants. Yeah. And so he would often conduct his meetings and such completely naked. People in his staff were very used to this, even his secretaries and stuff. And the entire Bay of Pigs thing went on, and he never wore a stitch of clothing. It's Bay of Hogs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, we always... Um... We always hit the delay button when Terry says the word hog, but the rest of us say it and nothing happens. Why? No, it's just to fuck with him. <laughs> he gets it. He loves the word hog. I know. It's, it's, it's like, God damn it, Terry. <laughs> it's like, you know, the rest of us, hog, 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 nothing happens. <laughs> He's like, That's what awesome. The, he's like, what the fuck? It's like, it's in the context that you use it. Oh, it's like, you, I just you used it in the same so context dirty. you did. It's like, yeah, but it didn't sound good. Yeah. You make it sound it's really like, filthy. It's like, you <laughs> it's like, we have to get that, too. <laughs> so Lisa's in the show now, huh? Because <laughs> that sounded like your Lisa impression, too. It did? Kind of. I'll well, the, un the only impression of Lisa D does. I have only seen his written version yeah, of that on Twitter. He does an audio version of it, too. It's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Even though she doesn't talk anything like that, it doesn't matter. Everybody thinks she does. She's I like, know, but when you're talking to me, you do have you have your Lisa voice that you do when you're saying something that she said. And just now when you said we're going to have to get that, too, it was the same voice. Oh, it was? It was Lisa's voice? I didn't yeah. notice. <laughs> I did. Because she wasn't any part of the conversation whatsoever. <laughs> I know. It's like, what, yeah. is Lisa on the show now? Yeah. She is from time to time. Is she? She told her, uh, she told her sister's story on sudden death, which was awesome. Hey, do you have any good family stories, Lex? Uh, not one I can really talk about, no, but yes, I do. I'll be able to share it with you in um, at six, six to, to 18 months. <laughs> Please remember this moment, folks. Mm -hmm. You fucking idiot. But like I told you, not surprised. There, right. There's just some, there's some family members where you just aren't surprised. You just go, uh-huh. Just a reminder, folks, because you can post on Facebook doesn't always mean that you should. I, I get blown away. Uh, and, you know, and it's like we have a, 
I didn't know Facebook worked at first, so I have 5,000 friends on my personal page. You know, I know. So it's it's really... Me, too, finally. Yeah. Which I had to <laughs> seek you. But, but it's like, I couldn't be your friend because you had too many. You yeah, had to just, whack some people. I just let everybody in. I still got room for more. I just, I'm much more, I know what I'm doing now. But at first, you know, I was just like, sure, I'll be your friend. (laughs) But uh, I see posts on there from people I don't know. I mean, I gather they're listeners of the show or fans of us or whatever. But I am just absolutely blown away at the personal stuff people divulge on Facebook. Yes. I mean, I mean, whether it has to do with their own self-depression or calling out a family member or yeah, I see at least three posts a day of people saying, I can't take the negativity on here anymore. I'm going to start I'm going to start checking off friends. And if that's you, you know what happened. Just giving you a warning like like any of us give a shit. Right. It's like, Most oh, of I, the people, I'm not even going to notice they're gone. I don't get to be your friend anymore. Ooh. Sad day at the Staley house. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, it's like, it's like I would never dream of putting something so dark and and so personal on there. You know, it just... There's just no reason for it. I don't post pictures very often. um, And I don't really even post stories because I've been really good. I've been back on since May. I have not posted anything political or religious. So when I do post something, it's like an observation. And I usually try to, at least in my mind, make it funny. You know what I mean? So it's just like, oh, look, she's being an idiot again. Yeah, it's like when I want to read this, it's kind of my rule. Yeah. And I try not to make fun of anyone, you know. My my brother and I will go back and forth. You know, I had posted something about me being trying to be super positive, and it really sucked. And he responded with, you know, fuck off. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's funny because I've done that with people before, and they're like, what the hell, man? (laughs) It's like, have you met me? What did you and think I, I was going to say? And I, and I forget, you know, that, you know, you, your tone can't be in a text or in a sense. So right. now I just don't do it anymore, which is unfortunate because my true friends get it. <laughs> and the, I reserve. I know I have to really know that the person's going to get it before I'll post something. Yeah. I had posted that Dennis Rodman broke his penis. I just simply said Dennis Rodman broke his penis suddenly my day doesn't seem so bad. That was all I wrote. You know, that was it. And then this friend from high school, which was actually very funny, actually responded and said, you know, I almost broke mine once. (laughs) (laughs) And then it turned into this, like, how did we not know this? You know, everybody's like, really, Brian? How did we not know this? You know, and he didn't actually go into detail. So I was very bummed about that. But he did say that they were both young and they bounced back. Yeah, I had a friend of mine tell me one time that he, like, broke a vessel in his penis while doing it or something, and, like, his, he pulled his penis out and it was, like, dark purple. Mm. I don't have a penis, and that makes me squirmy, and not he, in a good he way. he said he couldn't feel it. You know, it didn't feel any different or anything. It just... Oh, okay, so he could still feel his penis. He just didn't feel anything weird. Yeah, yeah I mean, he he, okay. he said he went to go get dressed and everything, and he looked down and went, ah! Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Get it off yeah, me! Apparently, he ruptured, like, a small vessel, and it, like, filled up his penis with unoxygenated blood, and, you know, he had a Smurf penis. So it was blue. It was dark blue. It was the blue blood. It was like bruise blue. Yeah. Purple. (laughs) That's even creepier. And he said it. It would be okay if it was purple, but when it's blue, then you're like, eh. And he said it took like weeks for it to go back to its normal (laughs) self. Yeah, like it just. To its normal fleshy pink color. Yeah, he said it was just like a painful 16th of an inch at a time (laughs) over six months. It finally went away. The erection? Yeah. 
Of course, uh, my joke was, so it went away in eight weeks. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's Lex heckling men's penises again. Yeah. That, listen, like he does at the gym. I'm sick of I'm sick of trolls. <laughs> I really, you know, I, I really think it's the same fucking person. I'm just gonna, I know. I, I really think that. It's just one guy with with ten thousand names and and Twitter handles and Facebook, and he just he just goes around looking for. He has like an algorithm that finds <laughs> things to troll about. You know, like the word baby. You know, it's like you know, your baby looks like shit. You know, it just <laughs> just goes goes and puts its own thing out there. He's not even doing it. It's just the 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 software does it all by itself, and it's the same guy. That's my theory. You know, it's it sees, you know, like Lex Dog Park. You know, and then the next thing you see is, you know, Lex and Terry suck, and I hope your dog dies at the park. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that one was me, actually. I'm sorry. I was in a bad mood. It's like, what? <laughs> it's like, God, I angered the gods. Now, don't forget, you still have, well, we have, because we share it, your your penis Twitter account. You could always swoop in and use that to, like, nail some yeah, people. Yeah, I, I, I forget about all of our Twitter accounts. Lex's penis. That would be the Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you could say it a thousand times. I'll still forget about it by the end of tomorrow. Lex's penis. Lex's penis. Lex's penis. Stacy loves. <laughs> I am so gonna. Stacy loves. Oh. Lex's penis. <laughs> She's obsessed with. Lex's penis. She puts in her mouth. Lex's penis. <laughs> You're such Not a Not really, folks. <laughs> no, it's true. It's 100% true. Stacy's a whore. Me. Yeah. Then my, I just park my penis in her mouth. At all times. Only way I I'll, am a it's penis only, garage. It's the only way I'll let her do a podcast. <laughs> she wants to do her own, but I said no. <laughs> no. You have to do this one, and you have to, you have to blow me. You have to put... Yeah. My penis in your mouth. Yeah, you have to walk up to the microphone before you walk up to the microphone. You know what <laughs> hey I'm saying? Hey. Hey <laughs> I'll be here all week in Stacy's mouth. <laughs> Lex's penis. <laughs> <laughs> Some good content right here. <laughs> this is why we should be nationwide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Better known as Stacy's face. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. And tits. I'm feeling if a little you're in a down really today. frisky mood. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you're funny every day, Lex. <laughs> nah, we'll take a day off every year and there. <laughs> I'm telling Sorry, you. these are all inside jokes. I'm telling you, the mentally challenged. Like his comedian. penis in my mouth. Yeah. That's no joke. <laughs> There are those who think that that has happened. Oh, God, yes. At some point, your penis you, has slipped somewhere in the, inside me. If you're in the broadcast industry and you, like, work with a girl for any period of time, you to somebody somewhere have boned. Yes. Which actually, to be fair, usually is true. Yeah, that's what. That's why I'm very quick to reserve judgment when you hear stuff like Food Channel, like Bobby Flay and the Velociraptor are doing it. Gianna. Yeah. Are they doing it? Because she was doing John Mayer. Well, that's the rumor. That Giada. The rumor. Giada was that name. Yeah. I just call her the, the Velociraptor because I swear she has six thousand teeth. She's like Britney Spears when they have that smile. They were, like, born with that smile. But apparently she's a big old whore, and she is, like, queen of the blowjobs. Giada? Yeah. Really? Oh, God, yeah. I haven't heard any of that. I've just heard... Oh! I just heard the rumor that uh, Bobby Flay's ex-wife, the one who used to be on uh, Law & Order... 
I don't know. Um, the blonde chick with the glasses, very librarian looking, very attractive woman, but they just separated or getting divorced or what have you. And she kind of threw it out there. She thought or, or knew her and the, her husband and Giada were doing it. Look, you've got internet. I don't. Look up, just type in Google um, Giada and, and blowjob and see what comes up. How do you spell her name? <laughs> I have no idea. Gia. Is it Giada? Put De Laurent. It's a Gia. I don't know. Put De Laurentis. Yeah, because that's easier to spell. Yes, but at least you know how to say that one. <laughs> De Laurentis and blowjobs. Blowjob. Okay. Let's see if you're good. It says images of De Laurentis and blowjob. Wow. It's a good site. <laughs> All right, uh, Giada Pamela De Laurentiis, Italian-born American chef, blah, 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 born in 1970. Um, okay, there's like, there's there's something about a look-alike on X-Hamster or something, but nothing. No, 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 she gives blowjobs. The first time I ever heard about it was a blind item type thing, and it was at the Rachel Ray show was having like a staff meeting, and apparently during the staff meeting, someone started talking about, maybe it was even Rachel Ray came in or something, and somehow basically the staff meeting in front of all of the staff, they all openly discussed about she was giving someone a blowjob. And... Rachel Ray, I guess, made the comment, well, she is the blowjob queen or something like that. And that was the first time I ever heard of it. But now you hear about it. She's like some sort of nympho and she will fuck anything allegedly that like will have her. Yeah, I'm not and, and, anything on that. OK, put John Mayer. All right. Hold on. Because we know he has a giant uncut cock. He does. We've talked about this on the podcast before. I know, but you know me. <laughs> How do you spell Mayer? I think M-A-Y- it's M A Y E R. I think, I think. And De Laurentis. I hear I, I can actually spell her first name now. <laughs> There's only one D. Okay. Um, Giada De Laurentis slams John Mayer cheating rumors. Uh, Giada De Laurentis and John Mayer rumors are cooking. Uh, Giada De Laurentiis, husband embarrassed by John Mayer. Husband um, let's see. And he's a dog. He's fucked everybody. Let's see. Uh, what was was John Mayer the reason for Giada divorce? That's what they think. Okay, let's let's click on that and see what we got here. All right, we're on the radar online. Is that a decent site? It's a decent site. Okay. Um, came as a surprise Monday after 11 years of marriage to Todd Thompson. Um, says there have been cracks in the marriage, blah, blah, blah. Dia Laurentis cheated on her husband back in 2010 with singer John Mayer. See? Worked, worked together at a charity event hosted by Tiger Woods <laughs> back in 2007. Um... Uh, they crossed paths again at the Standard Hotel, October 9th, 2010. Um, Giada was leaning where they're back. Okay, this is what you were talking about. Uh, almost as soon as they saw each other, they left the room moments apart. And I wouldn't have said at the time, Giada was leaning with her back against the wall. And John was right up against her, the source told the magazine. Giada was holding... His hand, and she just had a huge grin on her face, which is just her face. <laughs> John John had yes. one hand on the small of her back. They looked like two people who were going home together. But while and they, they did. But while they didn't go home together, they went to another hotel, the magazine claimed. Another eyewitness allegedly spotted the two not long after at the plunge lounge atop... <laughs> <laughs> Hotel Gasavort. Oh, he plunged all right. Where they extremely were touchy feely with one another. The um, penis, her mouth. Towels were, were ordered along with ice buckets up to the room at 1.30 a.m. around 3 a.m. A source said. He's a big comer. Uh, at 3 a.m., a source said at the time De Laurentiis was seen leaving. When approached by Star for a comment, admitted, 
I was at the stander that night, but she insisted she didn't see Mayor. I've met him. He's a great guy, but I just like his music. I'm very happily married. Well, what's she going to say? Yeah. You caught me. The Food Network host husband filed for divorce Tuesday, citing irreconcilable differences. She filed her own response after. Getting to that right now. Giada to X. What's mine is mine. De Laurentiis insists she's keeping her stuff, but will pay support. Okay, now that you know how to spell her first name, go back to Google and type in her name and blowjob. Okay, well, we, we like need to stop soon. I know, but now you've got me on a blowjobbed hair. It's all because okay. of Lex's penis. Let's see. Giada blowjob. That's what you want? Yes. Okay. Don't we all? No. Like you'd say no. I'm scared of her teeth. I really am. I think I would say no to her. <gasps> Who are you? Her sophisticated palate. Blind gossip? Is that what we want? Possibly. Okay. That's the top one. Certainly has her fingers on a lot of pies and her legs wrapped a lot around a lot of men. Staff and guests of a certain New York hotel buzzing over the steady stream of celebrities to her room one per evening. Festivities start like clockwork around 10 every night and go three or four hours. A headboard pounding, filthy, talking, moaning, screaming, fun. Um, let's see. Uh, supposedly, uh, her and John Mayer, uh, Drake, uh, Tyson Beckford, um, those are the three names that have come up on this, but it doesn't say anything about blowjob. There is a, there is something of a lookalike in her again on next hamster. That may be what you're thinking about. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I, well, she she is known as a blowjob queen. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. You know, I, I believe. Do you. more research when you're bored. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll do some tonight. Okay. All right. And there you have it. That wraps up another threesome podcast. Great job, Stacy. Oh, thanks, Lex. You too. Uh, these were two awesome podcasts to replace the ones I effed up. So thank you. And, and honestly, though, the other ones were better, but. We'll be okay with these. Yeah, I mean, they're all different and good in their own way, much like a lot of people's <laughs> children. And Lex's penis. Yes. <laughs> Even that has its good days. So, <laughs> High five! Yeah. Yay! It's, it's, it's just like anybody else. You know, it's very human. Great some days and and out of others. the yeah. others. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. We're out. <laughs> we really need to end, Stacy. I know we do. Okay. All right. All right. Goodbye. Bye, Lex. On, bye, Stacy. We'll see you next time on the Threesome Podcast. <laughs>